It's a new day. Is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? No one knows. No one knows. I think it's Tuesday. I'm your host, Linda M. Twee. Welcome to 90 Day the Melanated Way. And we are covering 90 Day Bears All. You guys, are you watching this show? I'm telling you, I say it every week. It's the companion piece to all things 90 Day. And I have to tell you that this episode made me 100% Team Debbie. I'm Team Debbie all day, every day, all day. It just showed her personality, but we'll talk about it. Before we get into that, let me give some quick shout outs. Uh, I want to shout out Megan, Beth, Rebecca, Marianne, Rodella. Love y'all. Linda, Lydia, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, and Amanda and Jalisa. Thank you so much for being like day oneers and just really supporting this show, the podcast, all of it. I appreciate you guys so very, very much. Uh, I'm now streaming on everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Shout out to Donna Lewis for being the first person on my podcast to support the show. And if you guys feel so inclined, I am on everywhere you stream podcasts, Anchor FM. Uh, Feel free to continue to support the show. I appreciate you guys. So, shout out live chat. Hey, Radella. Hey, Crystal. Oh, just watching your reviews. Are they good? What are they saying? What are they saying? Anyways, you guys. So, Colton Debbie, uh, Yolanda was on the show. It was like a whole spiel, you guys. It was a whole spiel. So, what I took away from this episode of Bears All is that Debbie definitely needs her own spinoff. She doesn't need Colt. She can do a, she can do a whole show, carry the show, and be hilarious. So they start off the show with Colt and Debbie, and uh, Colt is having like some mic issues. Hey Amanda, hey girl, hey. The celeb talk guy sent me your way. Thanks for all the inside info. Yes, girl. If you want tea, make sure you are subscribed all across our ninety day the melanated way because we bring you the hot tea all day. So Colt's having some mic issues and it was funny because Debbie being a mom wanted to help. And he's like, I'm a grown man. I'm 36 years old. I got this. I was like, don't act like you two are not codependent. Don't act like you two aren't intertwined and she's going to do what she does. So Colt just settled all the way down. Um, Crystal says, yay, we like the celeb talk guy here too. Yes. So Sean notices that Colt has lost some weight and Colt does like a flex thing and shows his muscle. Debbie's like surprised by it. I'm surprised by it. But apparently he's been using his quarantine time to work out. And I'm team Debbie. I'm not quite team Colt yet. I will say this, like, you know what? do you work on yourself? I think we're all trying to work on ourselves and had more time with ourselves lately, but also work on your inside because even Debbie said, Debbie said that Colt is a very sweet guy. He's a very sweet guy, but he also has like two sides of him. And one of his sides is I'm trying to look for my note is very, very sweet, but he can also be an ass. He can be a smart ass. He can be derogatory. He can be condescending. And all of those things are the things that we've seen from Colt. And we're like, like, what's the deal? 
Which brings me to my first question, you guys, because I'm very, very curious because, you know, Colt's on The Single Life. He dated Larissa. Well, he married Larissa. He dated Jess. Uh, he's in a situation ship with Vanessa. And then he went on the speed dating thing on The Single Life. And in the next episode, we're going to see that he ends up dating this two-time Hall of Fame porn star named Brittany. So my question to you guys all is, how do you think Colt attracts women? Like, honestly, I, I want to know. Is it his personality? Is it the sweet side that Debbie's talking about? Is it something else? Because, you know, when those pictures leaked of, you know, the eggplant, and if you've seen it, you know, it's like, wait, what? Is it that? And, you know, hey, Deborah. you know, they always say it's, it's size doesn't matter. It's how you use it, all this stuff. But, like, I'm just curious what you guys think. How do you think Colt attracts women? Because if he indeed has this, like, two-sided personality where, yes, he's sweet, but we also know that he's condescending and derogatory and a smartass per his mom, what is it about him that women like. I'm curious. I, I really want to do a poll and I really, if you are watching the replay, let me know in the comments. If you guys are in the live chat, Deborah says that he pays them. And Crystal says, well, now it's the money or the show. And I agree with that a little bit, Crystal, but we also saw on the first episode of The Single Life, which I'll be covering, uh, one of the girls was not impressed. She was like, hell no, I will never date him. He's unemployed. He's got, he's divorced. He lives with his mom. He has six cats. Like, what is he bringing to the table? She's, she's like, you need to move out of your house and, and grow some kahunas. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm baffled by it. And it's a question that I've asked for, for quite some time now. And I still don't really have an answer that really sits with me that makes sense. So if you guys can figure it out, Definitely let me know. Um, <laughs> Deborah, Deborah said, just said he doesn't use his little miniature carrot. He uses something else that he likes doing. Um, and Crystal says he's not bringing anything to us ladies. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but it's something, you guys, because he reels them in. He reels them in for sure. So... Debbie, let's talk about Debbie. Debbie was amazing in this episode. Like I saw a whole side of her that just really sh let her personality shine through. And some, I think oftentimes we forget that, you know, our elders have lived a whole life. They've been there, done that. And Debbie was just, oh, Crystal wants me to con to say that not us ladies, but U.S. ladies, so United States in America ladies. My bad, Crystal. So <clears throat> Debbie's lived a whole life, and I feel like sometimes we forget that older people have lived their full life and have done some things. So Debbie has started dating, you guys. She joined um, a dating website like slash app and she met someone yeah you guys she met someone and they have been talking or they had been talking for about a month and she was really falling for the guy 
Um, his name was Fred. And then some things kind of went crazy. He tried to befriend a friend of hers on social media. And so the friend sent the picture and said, hey, this dude is like trying to friend me. Who is he? Do you know him? And she was like, yeah. So she reaches out to Fred and she's a little skeptical about what's going on because like, why are you all of a sudden up in my network, which I totally get you guys don't do it. Don't like friend request a bunch of people when you haven't even met the person yet. It's weird. It's like stalkerish. So anyways, Debbie starts having some questions and I feel like Debbie needs to teach everyone about catfishing because she fucking had, excuse my language. She had her finger on the pulse. She had her finger on the pulse. So she messages Fred and says, Hey, I need you to send me a picture. And I need you to put three fingers on your face and send me the picture. And you have three minutes to do it. And he's like, wait, what? I need to freshen up. I need to do this. She's like, now you have two minutes and 30 seconds. Now you have two minutes. And he was all like panicking. Turns out, you guys, that his name is not Fred. His name is Vince. He's from Nigeria. He's not from Britain, which he told Debbie that he was. And if you guys are getting flashbacks of Yolanda and the Williams, who was apparently from Britain, but we all knew that he was not from Britain and that he was a total catfish. And then he wasn't even using some randoms photo. He was using a famous fitness model from um, Italy photos as his profile photo. So it was like a hot mess. So anyways, he's a Yahoo boy. So Fred is Vince. He's from Nigeria and he's 29 years old and he's a Yahoo boy. And we first heard that tone, Yahoo boy from baby girl Lisa, but this is what they do, y'all. I'm, I'm going to try to tell y'all, okay? There's a group of men, their whole job is to fleece women in the West, okay? So you're getting friend requests from some random dude who's wherever. And I don't want to just say Nigeria because it's not just Nigeria, but in these cases, it was Nigeria, and they befriend you, and they talk to you. Ooh, ooh, all of a sudden, they need something. They need you to send them money. They need to send them gift cards, Amazon gift cards, all this stuff. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And Betty, Bet- Debbie, shut that down like this. One, two, three. She was not playing. She was not like, mm, I'm not into this. But she was also heartbroken because she felt like she was falling for this guy. And turns out he was just a Yahoo boy. A Yahoo boy. Can you, can you, who has time for that? I don't, I mean, honestly, who has time for that? <laughs> Deborah says, are you sure it's not Williams? Well, it, I mean, if it's Williams, he could have a whole lot of time on his hand just going through all the 90 day cast members. And talking about going through all the 90 day cast members, remind me, you guys, to talk about Yolanda and friggin' Josh because they didn't mention it on Bears All, and I feel like they should have totally dived into it because he's a complete clout chaser, and FYI, he's a racist, and I was just not feeling it. I wanted to know why Yolanda said that she dated him, which we all know that she didn't really date him because they were trying out for some reality show where you, like, convince the world that you guys are dating. It's a whole, like, fraud thing. 
And I wasn't feeling it because that guy is so racist. He's done racist sketches. He's just, I'm just, I wasn't feeling it. And so I was mad at Auntie Yo-Yo because I was like, you know what? This is not okay. It's not okay. And even if you're doing it for whatever TV show, it's still not okay. We don't, we're in 2021 and it's just, it's just not okay. There's a racial reckoning going on right now. And, and for you to be pretending with an actual racist is not okay with me, period. Anyhow, back to Debbie. So uh, Debbie and Sean are talking about her dating life. And Sean wants to do a game with her. They want to do like a drinking game, Never Have I Ever. So Debbie makes her famous drinks. And I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but her drink is called the Dirty Debbie, named by Colt. And it's part amaretto, uh, a cold, like cold mug with ice in it, part coconut rum, part banana rum, and the rest milk. I don't know. Sounds sweet. I don't like sweet drinks. Do you guys like sweet drinks? But it's Debbie's favorite drink. So she makes two of them, one for her and one for Colt. And then they play this never have I ever game. And Sean asks a bunch of questions. The first question she asks is if they've done it, then they have a sip of the drink. If they haven't done it, then they don't take a sip of the drink. The first question is, Never have I ever had a one-night stand. Both Colt and Debbie sip. And we find out that Debbie, you know, because she's the 60s, 70s woman, grew up in the 60s and 70s, was a, like a free-flowing, love-having woman. And she has had multiple one-night stands. And one of her infamous one-night stands is... Back in the day when they could promote smoking, she had a one night stand with the Marlboro Man and Sean put up a poster of like the Marlboro Man from back, I don't know if it's the 60s or 70s, but whenever he was famous. And yeah, Debbie had a one night stand with him. And uh, I was like, go Debbie, get busy, go Debbie. Because Debbie, in her own words, back in the 60s and 70s was a whore. That's what she said. And I've, you know what, girl, live your life, have that freedom, explore your sexuality, do all the things. I am not mad at you, Debbie. What I am is Team Debbie now because I have a whole new respect for all the things that you've done and how non-prudish you come across. And guys, if I didn't mention it, she looks amazing. Her hair is longer. She had like this cute little headband in. She had a cute outfit on. She looked amazing. Like she just looked happy and healthier. And I'm about Debbie. And then the next question they asked uh, or Sean asked was, never have I ever faked an orgasm? Colt tapped out. Debbie took a sip. So Debbie says that every single woman, every single woman has faked an orgasm sometime in her life. And I got to attend to agree with her. I think that that's a true statement. Colt asked Sean, have you ever faked an orgasm? And of course, Sean was super politically correct. And she said, well, I'll say this. What Debbie said, I agree with. I agree with her too. Do you guys agree? Do you think that every woman 
who has been sexually active has sometime in their life faked an orgasm? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Let me know what you think in the live chat. Um, uh, Deborah says, yeah, but Debbie says she's had a lot of one-night stands that don't come back. Something must be wrong with her. Well, Deborah, I don't agree with you, and here's why. Um, Debbie was married for a very, very long time, and she, her husband passed, and from that, she took time to raise Colt, and she's now just getting back in the dating market. I don't think that she was out there trying to date, so I don't think there's anything wrong with Debbie. I think that she put her son first, and however we feel about that relationship, because I know that they are codependent, as a single parent, she put her son first. And so uh, she's, yes, she grew up in the era of free love and all of that stuff. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with Debbie. I think that she just shifted her priorities. Last question she was asked, never have I ever danced for money. Of course, Colt tapped out again. But what we found out, and if you guys are 90 Day the Melanated Way followers, you know that we've reported on this plenty of times. And Debbie used to be a go-go dancer. And what's crazy cool to me, at least, is that Debbie not only used to be a go-go dancer, but if you do your research, Whiskey A Go-Go is like an infamous bar in Los Angeles. And Debbie used to be one of their main go-go dancers back in the day when Whiskey A Go-Go was a thing. Hello, Debbie! Team Debbie! And they showed a beautiful photo of her with, like, I think it's called a bouffant with a big bouffant and the headband like I'm wearing right now. Um, they showed her a photo of her in a bikini. And Debbie was the business back in the day. And she even said, look how beautiful I was. Listen, she was not playing she was the biz back in the day. Um, <laughs> so I'm all about it. I'm all about Debbie. I'm all about Debbie dating now. I'm, I'm team Debbie. And I haven't been team Debbie from get-go. I've been like, oh, you know, on the fence. But I'm totally team Debbie. I think that this was a great interview for her to do because you really got to see her personality so go, Debbie, get busy. And then, you guys, they put on some, like, 60s music. And Debbie got up and danced. And she still had her move, y'all. I, I don't know, like, the whole, you know how go-go dancers dance. But she, she did the whole thing. And she still had her moves. And when Colt jumped in and started dancing with her, she told him that he needed to move his hips. I was like, see, you get old. People think you don't know anything. We've seen Debbie for years and we've only seen her in like behind the shadows of Colt being an overbearing mom. But you know what? As she comes back into her own and like focuses on herself, she seems really kind of cool and I'm about it. Um, oh, 43 years. Deborah says, I'm a little slight older than Debbie. Uh, lost my husband of 43 years. I don't give it out on the first night. Never have and never will. Go ahead, Deborah. 43 years. That's amazing. Sorry for your loss, but that's an amazing love story right there. Hey, Jojo. 
She says, maybe that will happen if one spouse is not in the end and can say no to the other half. Just my thoughts, LOL. So then John moves on to Colt. And Colt, you know, he's on the single life now, you guys. And if you haven't seen the single life, you guys, you must watch it. You have to try to get past the first, like, 25 minutes of pure Big Ed. And if you're a Big Ed fan, then you're going to love it. I, You guys already know how I feel about Big Ed. So, like, it took me two days, two days to watch the first episode because I just couldn't get past all the things about him. Like, all the things about him. All of it. The cost, all, I don't even, I can't even get started. I don't even get started because I guess I just don't understand it. Some people, hey, Lydia, some people, or just go to Pillow Talk, which I just realized is there. You realize it is there because I told you it was there. Remember our conversation? Love. <laughs> Anyhow, so Big Ed is on the single life, but so is Colt. So, Get past that part, if you can get past that part, and move on to Colt. It's actually quite entertaining, this show. And so Sean asks about people, like, recognizing Colt and their expectations. And I don't want to get into too much detail because I am covering The Single Life on an, another after show, which I'll probably film. I was going to film it this morning, but I had some interviews to do. So I'll probably film it either tonight or tomorrow morning. And all I can say is that the dating 90-day people are totally different than the people that we've seen as couples. Like, they're just totally different. They're freer. They're doing the most. Anyways, so we know Colt did speed dating. And I'll talk about it on that show. But he did speed dating. But they gave us a clip on Bearsall of his next date. And his next date is with a girl named Brittany. She's a porn star. She's 47 years old. She's an animal lover. And she's a two-time Hall of Fame porn star. Can someone... Hi, Lita. Can someone explain to me what that means? Is there a whole separate Hall of Fame for porn stars? I know there's like the Porn Star Awards. I don't know what they're called. I think in one time in my life, I knew what they're called, but there's a whole porn star award ceremony. Is that associated with Hall of Fame porn star? Because I need to know. I need I, I need to know. I need to know immediately, if not sooner. Um, does she know Bryson's grandma? She might. She might because she's a Hall of Famer. She literally is a Hall of Famer for porn stars. I need to know what that's called. Where do you find that? Is there a walk of fame? Like, what does that even look like? And the AVN Awards. Thank you. I knew I knew the name of it at some point, Crystal. The AVN Awards, that's exactly what they're called. And they're usually held in Vegas. And it's like a huge, big deal, like million-dollar industry, the awards alone. Um. Do you guys want me to tell you a story? I, don't, I can't believe I'll say this on national internet. But I'm going to tell you a quick story. When I came to America, there was a rumor 
Okay, there was a rumor about me, and I'm going to actually even pull this part up. There was a rumor that I came to America to do porn, which I thought was hilarious. Hilarious because if you know me, you know that that's not my business. So anyhow, there is a porn star that will remain nameless because honestly, it's not important for this story. And apparently she looks like me. Apparently she looks like me, like everything, skin tone, body type, the whole nine yards. Um, I used to have my tongue pierced. She has a tongue piercing the whole nine yards. And she's apparently very popular in the porn industry. Someone sent me a photo of this woman and I had to do, I had to do a double take. I said, am I, am I doing porn? I had to do a double take, like, wait, what just happened here? Because if I'm questioning my own damn self, knowing full-fledged that it's definitely not me, then what what must other people think? And I was shook, right? So the person was that I was with at the time, he's like, yeah, I know this girl, woo-woo, she's really popular, blue, 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 blue. That blew over, you guys, for a bit. And... Apparently she put something out recently. And by recently, I say in like the last couple of months, because all of a sudden my Facebook blew up. And when I say my Facebook blew up, my Facebook blew. I had to stay off of Facebook for like two weeks. And I had to stay off of Facebook for two weeks because, and I'm trying to show you guys right now how outrageous it was. It was so outrageous that I... I just had to turn it off. At first, I thought I got hacked, you guys. I thought I got hacked because I was getting, like, all these notifications, night and day, night and day, night and day. And I was like, what's happening right now? So I asked my friend, I was like, can you check my account from your side and see if there's any, like, crazy posts? Like, what's happening? And my friend was like, no, there's nothing crazy. It's the same. And I was like, what? I don't understand what's going on right now. Turns out she put a new video out. And... People are just seeing your face. So they think that you're that person. And I was getting crazy friend requests, you guys. Like crazy, crazy amount of friend requests. And not for good reasons. Like for bad reasons. Well, I mean, however you want to look at it. I was shook. I was shook. And so I was off face, And I'm barely on Facebook nowadays, except for like when I'm doing my shows and stuff. But y'all she's back and she's back with a vengeance and people are are loving her and I'd love to tell you who she was but don't want you to get confused (laughs) that is a true story and I really wanted to show you what it looked like because it's really crazy but I can't find how to like show y'all so if I figure it out as I keep talking I'll show you so Colt goes over to Brittany's house because she invited him over and that's their date. And he brought flowers. He had a mask on, you guys. He had, like, rubber dishwashing gloves on when he was giving her the flowers. Like, he was doing the super safe thing, which I thought was funny. Um, and then she offered him a drink. And then she went into this. She's, like, come into, like, the living room. And it was, like, this crazy, weird animal room. Animal prints everywhere with pink and lights everywhere. And he's, like, what is this? 
And it was her porn room. That's where she shoots her home porn. Uh, Lydia says, sounds like Ursula, Phoebe's sis from the show's friend. Yeah, it was very much like that. And the room was quite interesting. Um, yeah, it was really quite interesting. And Colt was looking around like, what is happening here? But Colt was for it because we know Colt is a freak. Hey, Black Shelly. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, we know Colt is a freak, and Colt said, like, he's sex positive, he watches porn, he's about it, so he just didn't know that she was a porn star, and so he was okay with it, and then she asked to go to the jacuzzi, and of course, we get to see Colt in a bikini, or, or Speedos, I guess you call it, for a man, again, for the second time, and this Brittany girl is beautiful, she's beautiful, gorgeous, has a great body, all of this stuff, and we see them get into the jacuzzi and then she goes to like lick his face and make out with him. And that's kind of the, the tease that they leave us with. Colt says, if you thought seeing me on 90 day, the regular 90 day was wild. You're in it. This single life is even more wild. So, and I believe it. I believe it. I think that this, this single life is going to be wild all across the board and I'm here for it. It's going to be like a whole crazy show. So Sean also asked about Vanessa. Are we going to see, like, she's like, well, I know you can't say anything much because, you know, they're still in it. But, like, what can you say? And Colt says, Vanessa's my best friend. And so you'll see her pop up here and there. And we do see her in that first episode pop up and, I don't want to give too much away yet because I do want to talk about it on my other show, but here's my prediction, you guys. I think that all of this single stuff for Colt is mute, moot, moot. It's moot in the sense that I think he's going to end up with Vanessa. Debbie loves Vanessa. Colt loves Vanessa. They're best friends. They say that best friends make the best relationships. So I think that we're kind of just going through some motions. And if you guys, again, follow 90 Day the Melanated Way, we already have leaked the photo of him proposing to Vanessa. So I think we go from A to Z real quick. Um, <laughs> Crystal says, she was cast to do that. Come on, no way. Crystal, I think something about Colt women flock to. Colt is able to get women. I And I don't know what it is. And Clearly, no one else knows what it is, but Colt is able to get women. And I I don't know what it is, but he doesn't have a problem at all. At all. So that's what happens with Colt. Then they put Colt and Debbie on the side because they want to talk. Why does Vanessa keep stepping aside for him to date other women? Well, Rodella, she steps aside because she doesn't trust him. She doesn't trust him. She knows him. They're best friends. She knows that he can be a jerk. He knows that she knows that he's cheated on her. Not her. He's cheated in his past relationships plenty of times. She knows that he lies. And so she doesn't want that energy. And she doesn't think that he's changed. So why be in a relationship with him? She's cool being friends with him, but being in a relationship with him is something totally different when she knows his character. That's why she 
She's like, go ahead and date other women because I'm not in a relationship with you. Yes, we're friends with benefits, but I'm not emotionally attached to, to you in that romantic way. Um, then Sean talks about Amira and Andrew and you guys adjust Wusa. I can't with Andrew. I can't with Andrew. I can't with Andrew. I feel like he's a manipulator, master manipulator, liar. So they showed an uh, unaired segment, which again, I tell you that this show is the companion piece to 90 Day. Um, so <clears throat> he's going for lunch with his family after he just got back from Mexico. And first of all, he's wearing this weird French braid that he's got like in a ponytail with like bobby pins everywhere. It was totally distracting me. But he gets to lunch and his mom Lori's there, his aunt Tammy's there, his cousin uh, Connie, his sister Connie is there, a cousin's there, like his whole family is there. And they sit down and the mom wants to know, Lori wants to know like, so what's the deal? Like what's happening with you and Amira? And he's like, we're just having a hard time. And she wants to know, Ma, Lori wants to know, like, what happened? How come she never told you about her experience? And Andrew's like, well, she'll just tell me when she's ready. First of all, you never asked her. You never asked her. And even when she tried to tell you, you made it about you and your trip and your new extended stay in Mexico. So don't sit there and lie to your family about Amira. You never asked her and you never gave an opportunity to tell you because you were so self-absorbed with you and your trip and your burgers and your sandwiches and your drinks and your walks and your tours that it was never a thing. Then Lori is like all concerned. She's like, you know, I'm worried that she's not who she says she is because she like shuts you out and, you know, like, what are you going to do next? And he says... Andrew says, we're thinking about going to Serbia. And of course, the family is shocked. And Lori's like, well, why would she do that after she just had the other experience that she hasn't even told you about that was a terrible experience? Y'all, you know that Andrew didn't say to his family that it was his shitty idea to try to go to Serbia. And then when he said, we're thinking of going, another lie, because this B is not going. He wants her to go and he's going to sit on his butt while it might work and it might not work. Are you kidding, Andrew? Like, why, why are you like this? Why are you like this? Why are you like this? That is my question. Why are you like this? You're like a liar and like manipulating the situation so... It's all about Amira and Amira is the one that's like, yeah, let's go to Serbia next. And no, I'm not traumatized from spending three days in a Mexico detention center. And then, you know, what he had the nerve to say, he had to had the nerve to say that he was hitting brick walls everywhere he went in Mexico when she was detained. Let that sink in, you guys. He was hitting a brick wall everywhere he went when he was in Mexico. Did we see the same show? Because that fool never left his room. 
that fool was having drinks, having burgers, having more drinks, walking on the beach, sitting on his patio, making a call here, making a call here, but not moving. And again, if you guys watch and follow 90 Day the Melanated Way, we reported that that guy, according to production from TLC and Sharp Entertainment, was offered to go to Mexico City from Puerto Vallarta, and he refused. He refused to go there to help her. He refused. Instead, he decided that he was going to extend his stay in Puerto Vallarta, go for steak dinners, go on a walking tour, go on a boat tour, barely call Amira, and then you want to turn around and say that you were hitting a brick wall everywhere you went? Stop playing. Just go take several seats. Andrew, with your lies, take several seats because my eyes don't deceive me. My eyes, I saw what I saw on TV and whether they edited it or not, what I didn't see is you get on a plane and go to Mexico City and try to find your woman, period. That never happened. I did see a lot of eating and drinking though. I did see how you made it all about yourself and how you tried to compliment Amira's dad who was freaking out on what he was wearing. So don't turn around and say you did everything you needed to do. Stop. You made it about you. You gave zero Fs about Amira, zero Fs about her trauma, and you made your trip. All of a sudden, you're on vacay. Stop playing. Um, Black Shelly says he didn't want to go. It's hey, it's vacation time, exactly. And hey, Lita, hey, girl, hey. Uh, and he manipulated the situation to be Amira's idea. Facts. And Lydia says, boy, bye. Exactly, boy, bye. See ya. Crystal says that she heard on another podcast um, that they believe that Serbia was Amira's idea. Uh, I mean... I, I need to see the receipts. I don't believe that for one minute. Hey, Dominique. Dominique says that he didn't care. So there's that. Then Sean asked Debbie her thoughts about Andrew and Amira's situation. Here's another reason why I'm just team Debbie. She said that his mom, Lori, was out of line because she's not aware of the full circumstances, which is everything I just said. She's not aware that her son is lying to her face. She's not aware that her son did nothing but sit on his butt while his woman was detained and then deported. So Debbie felt like Lori was out of line for that. And Debbie's words is that he just sat on his butt and he's a jerk. Okay, Debbie, you call it how you see it, and I, I, I have to agree with you. All of those things that you're saying are true. Lori doesn't know really what went on because Andrew has kept his mom in the dark, and Debbie's calling it for what it is, and it's exactly that. You were a jerk. You weren't there or supportive for your woman, and we all saw it. And then Sean asked Debbie about the comparison. So there's a comparison of who's the worst mo like mom to have or or mother-in-law, Debbie or Betty. And Debbie says that Betty's nuts. She says, 
who doesn't train their son to wrap it up? She's confused by the fact that you're calling the OBGYN, but then you don't let them sleep in the same room, but then they can have sex in the hot tub and everywhere else in the house, but they can't sleep together in the same house. And then Debbie had all these questions. She's like, yeah, Betty's way worse than me. And then what I thought was hilarious because I saw the same poll was they put four mother-in-laws together to say who was like the worst. I believe it was Alicia was there. Betty was there. Debbie was there. And there was one other, I think it was Jihoon's mom. And Debbie says that she won, that she was like the best out of the four. So I don't know what you guys think, but after this interview, I agree. I think Debbie is probably the best of all of them so far. And Debbie's personality just really shone through. I'm I'm Team Debbie, 1,000%. Deborah said, he didn't hit no brick wall. It's all about Andrew. Yeah, Andrew makes it about Andrew. He's very selfish. It's very, very, very narcissistic. And Black Shelly says, Betty, Betty, Betty is the worst. I can't say you're wrong. I can't say you're wrong. Um, so then we move on to Auntie Yo-Yo, Yolanda. Okay, you guys, you guys. My disclaimer is I love Auntie Yo-Yo. Okay, I love Auntie Yo-Yo. I think she's been through some things. She got catfished all of this stuff. She says that she was blinded by love. And then when she watches her season back, she personally cringes and she wants to crawl under a rock. And she says that she heard from the Williams after the tell-all and he wanted to know if the show was over so that they can resume their quote unquote relationship. What relationship? You don't even know what homie looks like. Like, are you serious? But she does say she's 100% over him and they're done. Um, and I love Auntie Yo-Yo. I guess I just have not loved her social media presence. And I'm still mad at her about this whole Josh thing. And I think it was irresponsible. And I think that she should address it. And the fact that she had a different boyfriend or quote boyfriend every other week, it was confusing to me. Like, so who's the boyfriend? Is it the friend? Is it Josh? Is it like this random, like who, who is it? So turns out that the hot new young guy that she's been posting since Josh. And again, you guys, if you don't know this Josh guy, I highly recommend that you go to my 90 day, the melanated way Instagram. And I did a whole three part series on him. I did a whole thing on the racist videos that he created and the sketch tattoos that he has and his responses to those racist videos, as well as the fact that, you know, he tried to be on The Bachelor before. The fact that he has slid into like 80% of the 90 day cast members DMs trying to like hook up with them. And then now come to find out that he slid into love after lockup because none of the 90 day fiance cast members were following for his clout chasing. And apparently now he's dating a love after lockup girl. So like, he just really wants to be on TV. He really wants to get on a reality show by any means necessary. Oh, and did I forget to say that he's a racist? 
Okay. Just that part. So I really wanted them to discuss this Josh situation and get the 411 out there and really have that discussion, but it didn't happen. Yolanda has a new boyfriend. His name is John and he is hot, you guys. He's fire. He's He's got great teeth. He's got great smile. He's got great eyes. Everything about him, he's super cute. They met at a grocery store and uh, he saw her, he said. He thought he was she was beautiful, so he ignored the six feet social dis- distancing, went up to him, went up to her and just said like, hey, you're beautiful, blah, blah. They pulled on their masks real quick to see if they like really thought each other were hot. They did. They exchanged numbers. The rest was history. Yolanda's 52. He's 37. He loves dating older women, he says. He thinks that they're more mature. They know what they want. They don't play games. They don't spend time in the club. All that stuff. So he's about that life. Really is feeling her. And uh, says that older women are better in bed. The whole nine yards. He's feeling her, feeling her. And... um, (laughs) She's feeling him too. And they look good together and she looks happy. He hasn't met her children yet uh, because she says that her children aren't really feeling her dating. They want her to just be a mom and that's it. But, you know, Stella's got to get her groove back. So go ahead, Auntie Yo-Yo, do you, do your business. Love that you found someone. And I love that if this is it, it's it. But no more tricks on social media, no more games. Do you know what I mean? Yo-yo, anti-yo-yo, like, calm down. Sean asks um, John, did you recognize her when you met her in the grocery store? And he says no. And Sean's like, I don't believe you. And she asks if he ever saw her on the show. He's like, I've never seen the show. And Sean's like, I don't believe you. And she's like, basically, we're just really protective of anti-yo-yo, so you better come correct. She didn't say those words. Those are my words, but that's what she was saying. And I hope he is coming correct, and I hope he isn't clout chasing, and I hope he actually really does like her and is in a relationship with her and wants to be with her. You know what I mean? But it's hard to say. He's super hot, you guys. But maybe. It could be a... It could, it could be... It could be a... Yolanda's already professing that he's her everything, She's so in love and she's very giddy and there's a lot of giggling going on. So I hope that it's the real deal. Sean plays a game with John. She asks him four questions. One, have you ever catfished someone? He says no. Two, have you ever used a fake photo online? He says no. Three, um, have you ever said that you were living in a different place than you're actually living? He paused a little bit, but he said no. And the fourth and last question she asked, have you ever talked in a British accent? And he was like, no. And then she's like, do you know why I'm asking you these questions? And he was like, no, like the British accent. He's like, go back and watch Yolanda's season and then you'll know why. Black Shelly says, boyfriend, really? I'm not buying it. Crystal says, to be fair, Aunt Yo-Yo isn't like a cult, Larissa, Angela, etc., a multi-season person that folks would recognize. And hey, Kimberly. Kimberly says, Yolanda sounds like me, only I'm 29, and I have never been catfished. 
Yeah, I I wish her all the best. You know, we again, I love Auntie Yo Yo. I just think that she makes some bad decisions. And for her to be a mom of like what six kids, she should just know better and do better. But I also know that she only had one real love in her life. So this whole dating thing has changed while she was married for so long. So I get that. I just hope that they're in it for the right reasons. That's all. I wish her the best. I do need her to address the Josh issue because it really bothers me that you were helping promote a racist in 2020 and 2021. It really bothers me. So if that can be addressed, then I will be able to forgive it and move on. But until you address that, I still have a slight problem with Auntie Yo-Yo. Like, it's just not okay. Tell us you were doing it for a reality show. Whatever it was, tell us that you thought you liked him, even though you had never met him in real life. Tell us something. I I just need answers because it's offensive as a Black woman for you to say that you're dating a racist. It's offensive, period. Um, Then they moved on to Ari and Binny, and I was confused by this. So my question, I guess, is when did they film this part of, because it was an exclusive with Sean, and it's a two-part exclusive, so they showed the first part. And everything that I've seen about Ari and Binny online, they are to- they're first of all, they're together in the same place, and they're totally happy. But this segment was not happy. So um, Ari starts off by saying that, she, you know, they love each other. She's in, apparently, quote, in Ethiopia, and he's somewhere else for work. So they weren't in the same place. And she's complaining that they have a communication issue, that he's never home, he never texts her, and even when she texts, he doesn't text back, and he's out most of the time. So six out of seven days of the week, he's gone partying and quote-unquote working with his friends, even though they have a newborn baby. Then he's like, well, I'm in the studio because I'm working on music, and I'm choreographing, And yes, we work, but we play. So like, yes, they're going to be drinks done. And yes, they're going to be partying, but I'm working because now I have a new family support. So I have to work even more. Yeah, Crystal, exactly. I was confused because they seem cool now. So that's what I was trying to figure out. When did they film this? Because there was a lot of issues in this one. So he's outside and he's working to support his family. And he's like, I love Ari. But, like, she has some anger issues. And then Sean brought Mimi and Wish, which are Binyam's sisters, on. And you could tell that there was weird tension between them and Ari. Like, they were to the point where Mimi has blocked Ari. And she blocked Ari because apparently there was some kind of confrontation. Ari said for Mimi not to touch her baby. Mimi took offense to that and blocked her. Okay. There was like some Ethiopian holiday. And of course, Binyam wanted to go with his family. Ari didn't want to go because she has a new baby. Binyam went anyways. They fought about it. And he left the house apparently for two days. Didn't contact anyone. She couldn't get in contact with them. Ari called Mimi, Binyam's sister, to look for Binyam. And Binyam and Mimi ended up hanging up and blocking Ari. So like there was like all this drama and all this tension, cuss words were said and 
Ari's like, you know, you leave the house, you turn your phone off, you left for like two days, you didn't come home. I have a four month old. So Avi, baby Avi was four months when this big fight happened. And she's like, I just don't understand what's going on. Like, I'm alone here. I don't have family here. And I don't understand where you are all the time. And she's trying to make it seem like working at a club isn't conducive to bettering your life. My whole thing is you knew exactly who he was when you met him. You knew that he worked at a club. You knew he was a singer and a dancer and all of these things. So you having a baby and coming and choosing to move there doesn't change the fact that that's who he is and that's what he did. So like, what are you mad about right now? It was weird. It was like super, super weird to me. Like I, I just, I just don't understand. So I'm curious when they film this. Crystal says this seemed like footage right after their season. And Black Shelly says she knew the job was dangerous when she took it. We all saw him at the club. So, like, you know, I think you guys that this is, might have been an older interview when they, like Crystal said, when they first ended their season and they weren't on the same page. Because if you see them now, they're in the same city. Their baby is great. They, they have all these, like, love story-ish type things happening. So they seem fine. They seem super fine. So I'm curious what that is. And um, I think that they're happy. Now, do I think that there's still tension between Ari and his family? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to research that a little bit more. And I'll give you guys the tea in our Wednesday show. Um, I did have a question that I didn't ask you guys. Do you guys think that Yolanda should introduce her new boo to her children? So the new boyfriend, John, who's 37 and fine. Do you think that she should introduce her six kids to the new boyfriend? What do you guys think? I think that she should wait a little bit. I think she should wait like a good six months. And if they're still going strong and she has a hop through boyfriend, through boyfriend, through boyfriend, then she should absolutely introduce him um, as her boyfriend but if this is just like a blip like her other blips have been since the Williams then I don't think it's necessary because it's just going to be confusing and it's going to make you look bad that is my personal opinion um Deborah says definitely they can read people better than when you're on again that's true and Kimberly says, introduce the one who has good sense and get a read on him. Yeah, the daughter has good sense. You guys are right. Maybe introduce, but she doesn't really listen. She does what she wants. She does what she wants anyway. So I just feel like she should just not and, and wait a, a bit and then do it. Crystal says, well, he's on TV with her. I think maybe wait because she didn't actually call him boyfriend when Debbie asked. She said, my guy. And Dominique says she should wait and take her time. Yeah, you guys, I think we're all kind of on the same page. Like, take your time. If this is the business, then introduce, let your sleuth children figure it out, and then you can go on from there. That was the show, you guys. It was entertaining. If you are not watching it, I highly recommend that you get on board. It's 
definitely a companion piece. And if you don't want to, just come to my show and I'll tell you all about it. Uh, make sure that you guys, wherever you're watching, whether you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube or on Patreon, that you give me a thumbs up and you like, subscribe. Uh, it very, 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 very much helps me out as we grow and grow and grow. And tomorrow, Wednesday show, 8 p.m., it is for our exclusive Patreon subscribers. So make sure that you subscribe on Patreon if you want to get all the 90-day tea. And if you ask any of my subscribers, you talk to the 90-day gays, you talk to the celeb talk guy, the news comes here first. And I spill it there. So definitely think about subscribing to our Patreon. And if you're listening to this on Anchor FM or anywhere you listen to your podcast, definitely think of supporting this creative, Linda Entwee, 90 Day the Melanated Way. Thank you for joining me, you guys. Thank you, Black Shelly. I love giving you guys the updates. Deborah, good night to you as well. Enjoyed you being here in the live chat. And I will see you guys all tomorrow. Goodbye. Farewell. It's time to say adieu. Bye, guys. I'll see you next time.